this weekend on CityCast Denver. It's time to go for a walk. Because I can't stop thinking about my conversation from earlier this week with Jonathan Stalls, the author of the new book, Walk, Slow Down, Wake Up, and Connect at 1 to 3 miles per hour. So for a little extra inspiration to go out and see Denver for yourself at 1 to 3 miles per hour, we're sharing a bonus from that interview. And if you haven't heard that episode yet, I'll drop a link to it in the show notes. So before I let you go, in your book, you have a lot of thought exercises and visualizations for people to focus on and experience. Would you be game to walk me through one of those? Yeah. Okay. I'd be honored. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Yeah. So this is um, throughout the book. Yeah. Practices, stories. Um, I even have some of my pen and ink artwork here. Um, but this is in chapter um, chapter four, walking as a human. I'm sorry. Chapter three, walking as a human right. And this is a visualization and it's titled Drenched and Depleted. So I just invite you to close your eyes if you're listening. Maybe take a deep breath just to ground wherever you are. You are walking or moving in a wheelchair. You are en route to catch the only bus that goes to where your medical appointment is. It runs every hour and sometimes doesn't show up at all. You know the buses in the early morning are more reliable. It rained heavy last night and street medians, intersections, and paved over watersheds are flooded. You are dodging, skirting around, or having to go right through the water. You get splashed by rushing high-speed traffic. Because of the flooding, you have to go slower than usual. Your back hurts because you didn't sleep well. Your shoulders hurt because it's not good for you to carry all these groceries. Your glasses are fogged up and you can't wipe them. You're angry because you slipped and a can of soup went rolling into the gutter. Your mind is heavy because you are exhausted from the grind. Your heart aches because you never seem to get enough time with loved ones. Shit, you see the bus several blocks ahead. It is 10 minutes early. The no bench, no shelter bus stop is full of people waiting. You see them start to get on. You panic. Maybe you can make it if they take their time. Yelling won't help. You can't wave your hands. You pick up your pace, clench your bags, hold your pain, and try. There it goes. Everyone got on, except you. You worked so hard to arrive early, too. You knew the weather would be bad. You knew you had to be quick at the store. The bus flies right by you, splashing you on the way. You tried to wave your arms, make a scene, and ignite sympathy from the driver. Not today. Not on most days. Cars continue to rush past you. No one sees you. Time turns to heavy mud. You must stand for the next hour and wait for the next bus, if it comes. No bench. No shelter. Drenched. Depleted. You could rest in a nearby cafe, but you'd have to buy something. You can't sit in the patch of thorny grass because it's soaked and would hurt your knees. You also need to use the restroom. Where could you possibly go? Hold it in. You will be shamed and fined if you go in public. Keep it in. So pausing for a moment, just allowing this invitation to sink in and move with you. I invite you to take a deep breath all the way in and slowly out. 
You might slowly read this invitation again while moving, walking or rolling right where you are. How does it make you feel? Have you ever felt this way related to your transportation experience? Why or why not? How might class, race, health, ability, and time spent in an automobile influence or impact your reflection? Oh, so have you read that at like city council yet? (laughs) (laughs) It was such a perfect example of the stresses that are invisible around transit issues and getting around the city. It was really, really powerful. Mm, Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to read it.